So you, if you're on YouTube, you can see me do my little dance, but you can't hear what I just danced to. A little dance dance. And if you're on the podcast, you know I just did a dance. <laughs> Shoes and tails. <laughs> Came out of nowhere with it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's gonna be like that, you know. You just gotta go for it. <laughs> Shoes and tails. Shoes and tails. Smoking tails. Smoking tails. You decide. How about that? <laughs> you tell us which one you think. I'm going to SST. SST. Smoke shoes and tails. Smoke shoes and tails. Head, shoulders, smoke shoes and tails. No, it's like smoke, comma. Smoke. Oh, when I say smoke shoes, <laughs> <laughs> we over here smoking shoes. Oh, that puffing on that retro. Hey, if you ain't got that retro vibe, you ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. I got them twenty. <laughs> I'm not smoking fire. I'm smoking retro. <laughs> Hot tops. I'm smoking that air man. You know what I'm saying? What you know about the jump man? You know what I'm saying? AKA air walker. You know what I'm saying? Right? Display like shoes. But they only have good weed. Right. They couldn't have any bullshit. There couldn't be no like bottom shelf. Michael Jordan would be so mad. As fuck. You think he'd sue him? Hell yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't like some private VIP type shit. If he if he had one where you could buy shoes and weed, I'd definitely be there. I'd definitely just go and buy some shit just just so I could say I went and bought mm-hmm. some shit. Like, oh yeah, I got this from there. <laughs> I think the weed would. I think the shoes would be yeah. the same because. But that'd be that'd be pretty dope though. You go to the, you go and pick up some shoes and pick up an ounce in the same spot. It's just it's, you couldn't be more ready for the party than that. Oh God! Yeah. It's gonna be funny. Just give me ten percent. It's okay. <laughs> Still, yeah, you know. You share, I share, we share. You know, <laughs> we all share for. You know, I found out if you all share, you don't have to go to the courthouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that what we're is that what we're talking about today? No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Smoking shoes. I can't. Cause I got a retreat and I said smoking shoes. I forgot the tails. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, so. Today, the shoes, because you obviously see the smoke, the shoes are the Jordan 5s. Yes, yes, yes. Damn, I should have put that little applause on there, but 
Uh, yeah. Jordan flies. Hit the claps. I don't, I don't only have four, and I didn't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Woo! Yeah, we do our own effects over here, too. Come love with us. it. I love us. it here. And uh, so we picked the Jordan fives because one of their release dates was in 2006, and that has something to do with our tales. And... I don't have that stuff. I wish I, I mean, I do, but I only have four options. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll do it. You said we're, we're like, I don't know. <laughs> make our own sound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to make lightning. I don't know how to sound like God, you oh know. God. <laughs> apparently, God doesn't sound like that. Well, I don't know what he sounds like. Apparently. Maybe you need to talk to him then. Maybe you need to work on your relationship. Maybe he comes in different voices for everybody and minds are smoke signals. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anyway, we have the Jordan 5. And one of the release dates, like I said, was 2006. The first release date was in the 90s. This uh, giant... Uh, February. I don't know the exact date, you know? I wasn't buying Georgia's then. It was in 1990. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't bored. (laughs) You're right. Two years later, I came along. And, uh, yeah. But still, one of the release dates was 2006, nonetheless. But you have this beautiful shoe. Just so beautiful. The only thing that's different from the original one is it had the 23 on the side. And I love that just hate that it's not featured on all of them but most of them are so that's mm-hmm. that's a plus and and that nike air on the back oh my god that is just so sexy i prefer that over the fucking jordan jump man honestly i hate when nike just throws a jump man on the back of this shit yeah because it's just like okay i already know it's a jordan but that nike air looks like like it looks more i guess elegant yeah Versus it's just like, just this jump man. Like, you already gave me a fat ass jump man on the tongue. Why are you hitting me with two jump mans? I have two jump mans. Now. I don't need two jump mans. Maybe he just likes a jump man. I don't know. I, I, of course he likes a jump man. It's himself. <laughs> I don't think the man hates himself. Uh, well, you know, I mean, money makes people do a lot of things. I highly doubt Michael hates himself. Well, I mean, the real reason Michael Jordan took a break from NBA was because he had a gambling problem. Isn't that what happened? No, he definitely went went to to go play baseball. Where Uh, you get paid more money. So it's just like, did he, like, I don't think it was a gambling problem. A gambling problem is when you can't handle it, okay? He hasn't gone into financial woes and he hasn't put his family in jeopardy. That doesn't make sense. They play way more games. He still has to practice, and they get paid more. Exactly. So, in order to keep his head above water, that's why he quit. It wouldn't make sense. Why not? He had the highest grossing contract with Nike already. But you said he would be making more money playing baseball. Yeah, well, baseball overall is a sport. They pay more. As an overall sport, that's the highest paying sport. Problem, why would you 
once you get a better job. So but why would you only go for debt. three years? That doesn't make just sense. Just to pay off your debt. But then you come right back. Yes, just to pay off your debt. But then where's the reoccurring problem? It wasn't. There was just, he just wanted to pay off his debt. Like I see where that could make sense. But I'm saying it. Because I feel like if it was a real problem, you that job for a minute so you can get that paper, and then you go back to doing what you want to do. He did. He did what he had to do, and then went back to doing what he wanted to do. Well, I, I mean, feel like that's a conspiracy <laughs> theory, but yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, maybe it was a maybe it was a theory. This is just a conspiracy theory. I don't okay because when you have a problem, you don't just break that habit. Look at Delonte West. You know what I'm saying? Delonte West, he gotten freaking help, dude. Yeah, he got help. He they helped him all the way back. He was supposed to be in a big three, and then I guess thing you know, he's back out there panhandling again. Yeah. So it's oh, just like, yeah. and it's, I just don't get it because it, it, with him, it's a consistent cycle, and for so long, people didn't even really know where he was. Mm. So that to me triggers. Oh yeah, you have a problem. Like Lamar Odom, all of a sudden you just overdosing. Like bro, you, you have a problem. You usually find out when celebrities have a problem when it's way too late, and it's just Michael Jordan has just lived his entire life. Yeah. The only thing brought against him is accusations. Nothing like with actual factual, like, oh, look, he's gambling. Like, bro, you got to remember back in the day, that's what they did. That's that, that's like, that's what they, that was their thing. Mm-hmm. And even still today, like people in, like people who get paid a lot of money, they gamble. What else you going to do with all that damn money? That's a lot of fucking money. And you got the chance to play. Literally, you can play with your money and you're still going to be straight. So it's just like, I can see that. It's like a, it's like a, like a, I don't want to say a win-win, but it's not a win-win because I mean, you're spending all your money and then if you hit. No, but see, that's the thing. You don't spend all your money. No, I'm saying like the money that you took with you. So like, so yeah. So if you take 2 million to the casino, but you have like, 400 million in the bank. But it, They're not going to care. And what I'm saying is, too, like, they've openly admitted that they they have literally been gambling and mm-hmm. betting on shit, like, in the, in the locker room. Yeah. They're just right on the other side of the game. You know, they're just betting and gambling, and they're just playing different games. But it's a way to stay competitive, a way to keep yeah. that competitive energy keep going. And you're gambling money. It is not like you're struggling you're not like working a nine to five you're not at the fucking sonic you're trying to gamble the manager for out of you know extra five dollars that he get you know what I'm saying? you you play with y'all got millions so if you bring out a hundred thousand i bring out a hundred thousand that's really nothing that's like a hundred dollars to yeah. normal person you know what i mean like it's not the same it's okay <laughs> the kicks are here too <laughs> we can all kick it so that brings on our tale and our tale for today is jerome henry is that brutos 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 no brutos brutos i like brutos but well i don't like brutos but i like um you like the way it sounds that way okay yeah yeah his name is jerome (laughs) jerome in the house no but seriously this guy is a Total, total trash, creep, whatever you want to fucking call him. He's that. Like, yeah, not cool. But he's our tale today because his 
aka is the shoe fetish slayer. The shoe fetish slayer. The hashling slasher, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But this is deep. This is heavy. So just like a little warning, just in case anybody is triggered by anything this involves a lot of yeah it's it's, it's a lot it's a, it's a lot of <laughs> it's, yeah listener discretion advice because that shit it's heavy it's very heavy and uh if you're not ready for that yeah you can go ahead and skip this episode and uh maybe we'll make another one and you can listen to that one yeah i mean yeah yeah, <laughs> because I mean, I'm just with the name. The shoe fetish slayer should tell you everything, like you know. Everything. But if you if you can't grasp, or if you've never heard, or if you haven't heard, we're about to get into this Jerome Henry Brutos character. And uh, my boy K, you want to take it away? I will, sir. I will. <sighs> so, Mister Jerry Brutos. All right. Um, this was. We I went ahead and found this document. It was went ahead and published by Kristen Pochat, Nicole Newsom, and Vicky Tanner from the Department of Psychology. So from a young age, from a young age, he um what do you call it? Jerry Jerry, we're gonna call him Jerry. Cause I I, I think that name is just Alright, where was that? Wait, we <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Mr. Jerry, Jerry Brutos. I know a Jerry. <laughs> we know a Jerry. We know a Jerry. And I think he's giving yeah. you some flashbacks or something. You're talking about every you or time. Something. Every time I see the name, I'm just like, damn. I mean, I, 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 definitely, I definitely said Jerome <laughs> twice. And you still said Jerry. Um, that's not who we were talking about. It was a big event for me <laughs> at the time. <laughs> okay. You lucky every, uh, everybody else is not here because uh, that shit was funny. <laughs> I, st- I still won, though. I so. Oh shit! Damn, that's true. Yeah, that fucked me all the way. Yeah, I've already confused the audience. Okay. <laughs> all right, so Jerome then, Jerome Brutos. <laughs> it's not right. so Jerome then. It is Jerome. <laughs> Jerome Brutos. He was born in Webster, South Dakota. He was the second child, and a brother to Larry, which I'm guessing is his brother at the time. Wait, he's the second child, so this is only the brother, right? No, he's the second son of Henry and Eileen, and a brother to Larry. So, so like a stepbrother? Oh. oh. I feel like this shouldn't be that hard. Uh, <laughs> but it sounds like a weird... What I, what I had down was that he was uh, the youngest of four. That's what I read. But that's what I... Yeah. That's probably what it was then, because there's, there's a lot of people... In this paragraph. Yeah. I fucked it. Anyway, um, at the time when he was five years old, 1944, him and his family was living in Portland, Oregon. And, you know, they were working a really decent job. Um, his mom had, let's see, it says that they became financially stable. Right. And 
Jerry. So at five years old, Jerry was already putting on high heels and exploring. Like he was showing interest in all of that. Wait, at five, he was already putting on high heels. Yeah, at five. Which I mean, if you if you wanted to bring that up today, like that's that's literally almost every other TikTok. I know today this is like. A- yeah, whatever. But like back then, like mm-hmm. they're like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, why? Why would you do that? Why, why would you would embarrass you me like that? Like yeah, that? like that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. Oh well, Pride Month is over, but it still would have been like, it still would have been crazy to have that connection. Anyway, well, we're only one day away from it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. So when he was six or seven, right, his behavior is growing rapidly. Um, His family moves to Riverton, California. And Jerry, it says Jerry, not Jerome. That was scary. Sorry, guys. There's nothing paranormal for those on YouTube. There's nothing paranormal going on. We just have We got bumped. Yeah. Bump, bump, bump. (laughs) Bump, bump. Kevin Hart, bum 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 bum. Let me hit that. Okay. If you don't mind, so. I don't. I just don't want to get you to. No. Yeah. I'll be dog. Don't don't. Why, why, why would you do this in front of my friends? <laughs> <Did I hear>? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's see. His family ended up moving to California, right? Jerry, about six or seven, you're going into the first grade, right? So his teacher wears high-heeled shoes and keeps two pairs in the classroom. I mean, I guess it somewhat makes sense for a teacher to have two pairs of shoes in her classroom. You never know what's going to happen. Jerry ends up hiding the second pair of the teacher's shoes so that he can take them home. A classmate intercedes and... Jerry confesses to his attempted theft. His teacher gets angry and Jerry becomes embarrassed and leaves the room. So that right there, like, I mean, he's only six six or seven years old. and He's already developing that strong of a attraction. Yeah, that's just not. And then when the teacher sat there and embarrassed him. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's 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 the villain. That's the villain's origin story right there. Cause what I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, but you gotta also think about the time period that this was in. So it's just like, needs lighter. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, I didn't even realize this popped up. Thank you, I love you. And um, I, that was not to K. Once again, I just just want to clarify. You're not. He's lying. He loves me like a brother. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I can't. I can't even think straight anymore. All right. No. So, like I was saying, that for that time period when somebody gets found out like that, they didn't really. I don't know if they had a, a necessary planned in order for those types of things. I don't know what kind of detention they had or anything back so, in those days. The forties, like the nineteen forties, right? It was, it was still like somewhat new. So, 
Yeah, the 1900s and then the 1920s were big as well. So then when everything became down, it just... I feel like that's when a lot of a lot of tensions started rising a lot more because people were starting to come out and then in the 70s that's when like you know everybody accepted everybody for whoever they were and it still sparked like a really big controversy back then so yeah and that's what I'm saying like when you don't have that type of shit in order those type of things happen yeah, yeah. We'll get embarrassed, but at the same time, that's a little creepy that you want to. Well, I don't know what to call it. But. I don't think it's creepy. I just think it's extreme. But it lets you know. Because but, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know what to call it because it's like, yeah, at that age, mm-hmm. everybody's like uh, exploring shit, and then you don't really know why some kids are doing shit. So it's just like, well. Maybe they thought it was so funny if they take them or something, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really know, but it's still, it's like concerning because you're taking somebody else's property mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're taking somebody else's property for your own personal gain. Yeah. And so that triggers like, hey, um, maybe, because I ain't gonna lie, there was some people in my elementary that did some wild ass things. I still hope those people are doing good today. Mm-hmm. I agree, Donnell. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So six and seven, he got embarrassed and everything. Now seventh and eighth grade, or seventh and year seven and eight, um, he fails the second grade. You know, he's diagnosed with measles, sore throats, swollen glands, laryngitis during the during the time that he failed. He was diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. And they failed him? No, no, he, yeah. I, I think he, they either failed him because of that or because of he was, his IQ. I'm, I'm not too sure. Like, when he got time to be in school, man, that's sick. I mean, if you're that sick and they're testing you on your IQ, mm. that's probably not a really accurate test. Now, see, see, this was, this was the thing, though. He got all that because he had to get several operations on his extremities to fight against fungal infections because he stole his teacher's shoes, remember? Yes. So then he went around stealing everybody's shoes because oh. he became fascinated with them. So he was just taking all of mm-hmm. and everybody's shoes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's what that's what left them with like, you know, constant headaches and everything because I mean, that's that's infection one on one. You know what I'm saying? What happens when you don't wash your fucking feet? That's nasty. Exactly. That's that Crocs all day. You know what I'm saying? Croc gang. And no matter what you wear, wash your feet. Oh God. And then so you know the school officials thought that eyeglasses might solve this problem. How? I mean, I guess I can see how they think the glasses will solve the headaches problem because they think it's a visual thing. But he has a little bit, a little, little more than what glasses can fix. You know what I'm saying? All them symptoms. This nigga coughing. I'm telling you. Pale or red or something. It's like you need some glasses. And then it says, you know, he went to the optometrist and they didn't even, they he didn't even need them. There was no need for glasses. So then a thin prescription was given to Jerry with the thought that they might function similar to a drug placebo. What is that? 
a placebo. It's like a. I couldn't even tell you. So let's let's look it up. Let's look it up, sir. Let's look it up. Is a sham substance or a treatment which is designed to have no known therapeutic value. I don't. I don't feel like that's right. Maybe I typed it in wrong. Hold on, I got this. Thank you. There are many clinical trials where a person who has taken a placebo instead of the active treatment has that still. You know what? I don't know. We're just keep going. What did? What happened? Don't worry about it. Okay. <clears throat> So his headaches persisted, and eventually his IQ was tested, which came out to just be in the normal range. Wait, wait, wait! Say that again. His his headaches. headaches yeah, he like persisted, like they and they thought continued. to give him an IQ test. Yes, which scored in the normal range. So you gotta think like somebody that has like an obsession like this is normally, you know, like it's it's very particular, like it's OCD, like. Where you see that? Damn, I didn't even, that I was like, you have a train button, but oh. <laughs> it threw me off. I was like, damn. Oh yeah. But all right, so eight to twelve years old, right? This dude's family moves twice during this time to Grants Pass, Oregon, 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 or again, or again, Oregon. Or he gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So what did I say? Oh, yeah. Grants Pass, Oregon. And then Wallace Pond. I'm guessing they had to constantly move because of this dude's, you know, the way this dude is acting. So this is this is what this is what kind of kind of gets it. At Grants Pass, Jerry's neighbors had several teenage girls. And he would begin to sneak into the house with the girl's bathroom or with the girl's brother and play with girl's clothes. All this time, Jerry's shoe fetish expands to women's undergarments. So he started wanting like more. He wanted like the bra and the underwear. Like he he wanted to feel like a pretty fucking person. And see, that's that's. Did they say that anybody caught him with them with it or anything? Um, he does get caught uh, at you know the Wallace Pondjerry's father enters the back into the agricultural industry. Um, now when he was thirteen, his brother Larry was now sixteen, and had a normal fascination with the nude female body. So just like every other like thirteen and sixteen year old going through that type. So then Larry drew several pictures of nude females and kept them hidden in fear that his disapproving mother would find them and become angry. Well, I mean, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. that, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was caught in the process and took the blame instead of telling on Larry. So he took the blame so his older brother wouldn't get in trouble. That's, that's, I mean... (laughs) Well, at least, okay. At least the shows. This shit's so weird. Like, 
It's a weird how these people show compassion for mm-hmm. certain people, but just no remorse for other people. For other, exactly. Right. I was and, literally and just I wonder, thinking that. I wonder, like, is that something like, uh, like a medical condition or mm-hmm. something in their brain, or is it just because it's got to be something? It's got to be something, dude. Like, it's 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 insane. And then like, it's only it's only getting worse. <laughs> So, you know, Jerry begins to go through puberty. Like, he's Oh, hit- and that's what I was going to ask you. But, like, when he got caught, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, that should be, like, a very big red yeah, flag. Because exactly. Because it's just, like, okay, he started off with shoes. Now mm-hmm. he's getting more aggressive, and that is... Something's, like, going on. Yeah, like, they, it- don't under- they don't even fully understand what, like gay really is or if they did then well, they the didn't thing really is, the thing is not only <laughs> I don't want to say it's because of sexuality mm-hmm. I want to say hey he went from taking shoes he went from taking a teacher's shoes mm-hmm. took in everybody's shoes which made him sick now he's taking people's garments see and that should have been that should have been like at least like somebody would have been like, yo, like I don't think this is this is not I don't normal. Think this is normal, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're taking people's garments and it's just like I get he's dressing up in some of them, or mm-hmm. some people could say, Okay, he, it might be that, but at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, he's taking other people's Exactly. Things. Like no matter what it is, if if it's socks, if it's soap, if it's food, like he's taking somebody else's shit. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. It's not. So sixteen comes around and Jerry hits that sweet spot, right? He's sixteen. He's going through puberty. Um, his mother shows her disgust for anything sexual and in, in nature. Even he, she even used to force Jerry to wash his stained sheets by hand. I mean, That's kinda, well. I mean, what year was it? Did they have washing 19, machines? 1955. I don't believe washing machines were invented yet. Ah, let's let's look it up. That's fine. So they didn't they had washing machines. It came out 1920s, right? Uh, so 30 years in in to the future of that 1955, which is where we're at now. Uh, I mean, it's possible. Maybe she just they just had a washer and they didn't I mean, have a dryer. Thinking about it, if they say they made him wash mm-hmm. the shit by hand, it kind of insinuates that like maybe they did have a washer. In fact, yeah, and, but yeah. she still made them do it by hand. Do it yeah. by hand, which is kind of. <sighs> You're washing sheets, so I just, yeah, like that's kind of like a young dude, like a young hard. guy. It's kind of hard job, a little tough task <laughs> to get in there, especially if you got something on it. Yeah, like, but uh. you don't have to be like that. You could have got some juice on it or something. You know, they I had mean, okay, yeah. like you know, their grape juice was like straight up grape juice back then. You know what I mean? So like, pure. Yeah, you know, orange juice is like. Acid mm-hmm. as fuck, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I could see like if you if you got something on that shit, yeah. like, you know, okay. you might be fucking around with colors, markers, or something. You know, yeah. you got something on there, you got to get it off. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. That washing machines. Back, yeah, washing <laughs> machines. All right. All right. So anyway, so you know, his mother, again, like you know, she's she's just in complete disregard that. Like kids do this when they grow up, you know. So he remember when we said like he's progressing like into certain behavior. 
Well, now he is fantasizing that he would capture a girl, force her to obey his commands, and beg for mercy. So right there, that's when like so how that, old was this? Sixteen. And he's <laughs> and he's already doing. He's already like yo, like I want. Did he I tell wanna. somebody that he told somebody this? Um. Yes. So that's when during the in the report. That's when he came out and said when he went through that. Oh, throughout his own timeline couldn't talk for a minute but yeah so that happens I keep hitting this mic it's okay move it I did I did are we good now because okay. you're talking with your hands I know and it's like it's, you want to kung fu karate chop that mother it's hard for me not to talk with my hands okay anyway sir no, so um, you know that's when his his insane. Well, I don't want to say insane, but that's when like his. Uh, help me, help me out here. When his like thoughts became more violent. When when he became more violent, his mo became more violent. Yeah. Okay. Became more aggressive Damn. towards what he. Th- was that's doing. what I was looking for. Why didn't you just say aggressive? I'm sorry. Uh, Thoughts are trying to catch up like yours. No. You're right. You're right. Wait, what? Huh? Anyway, his thoughts became more aggressive and... Yeah, so his thoughts became more aggressive and everything. He continues his habit of stealing women's shoes and garments and uses them to enhance his pleasure of his me time. This makes, like, no sense and I don't know who to blame. Like, I don't... Okay, like... Of course, when you're an adult, you're gonna do mm-hmm. what you're gonna do, right? But as a kid, like you already got caught stealing shoes, and you would think you got caught stealing shoes, and you had other people's garments. You would think like your parents, who especially as being as strict as they already you are, know, like they're not peeking they're in not your room, they're gonna look around. What? So it's it's just it's it's insane. I mean, I I, I get it as a like a teenage kid that's going through puberty, but not. I mean, bro, like... I mean, I went through puberty, I'm but saying I, I like, didn't steal anybody's shoes or garments. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean... Wow. Anyway, all right, so let's let's get off of this. Okay. All right, he... Jerry steals the undergarments of an 18-year-old girl. All right, this is where I believe, like, his, Does it say how is he acquiring these undergarments? Like... No, he's just sneaking in. He'll sneak in and... To houses? Take, yeah. He's just breaking in, breaking in and everything. Yeah, but you gotta think it's like the 1950s. Who's locking their door? Yeah, that's such a weird that's time what I'm to saying, be in. Dude. Like people are just not locking their doors, and their garments is just coming up missing, and this little perv is just running around grabbing it. Okay, so he's still 16, and oh my gosh, this this is this is an yo yo. This is gonna twist your head a little bit. So he steals the undergarments for an eighteen-year-old, right? Yes. He decides he wants a nude photograph of the girl instead of relying on the undergarments for his sexual pleasure. Now, remember how we said he was being more aggressive? Yeah. It's, it's getting up there, and um, so basically, he set up like this elaborate plan. Like he he sat down, went over everything, what could go wrong and whatnot, and basically he. Gets the girl to pose for, like, the nude photos, you know? So he convinced the girl to pose for the nude photos? 
he set he set up an elaborate plot. So like he set up a way for him to get those photos of her while she was posing. Like he knew her routine. So she was just posing. Yeah. Just, oh, wow. And she didn't even know that this creep was just lurking. Exactly. Um, he he took several clothes. Um This is dang. Okay, so he set up the girl for the new pose and everything, and then Jerry asked the girl to come to his house under the guise that he could help her get back her undergarments. So now he's inviting somebody over. He's inviting his 18-year-old girl over. <laughs> to and, get back her her own garments. Yes, and remember he said he had a he had an elaborate plan. Like I haven't read too far into it but i'm gonna go ahead and assume that this is when like it just shit just hits the fan that he creates his whole i context clues context clues right now so he went he brought the girl home (laughs) he brought the girl home right yeah. And <laughs> what? <laughs> he brought the girl home under the like the guys that he could help her get her stuff back. That's gonna be it. <laughs> The baby got too quiet. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn, that was funny. All right. You want me to go? Or you want me to wait till she comes back in? No, I don't know if she's coming back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. All right. We, we'll just edit up and then until like right now. So then I'll count down like three, two, one. That way you know where to edit it. Or do that, yeah. Okay. I feel like they made it for a reason. Oh, true. All right. I'm ready when you are. And I hit that. She came over the guys that in the... Dis- <laughs> do I need to hit balls so that you can get your head situated? Oh, I'm good. I'm oh, good. I'm good. I don't know okay. if you got beef over there with something. <laughs> or... No, all right, all right. I'm ready. For real, for real. Let's do it. All right. When you when you invite a girl over for the first time, when you invite a girl over for the first time, do you? Well, never mind. We're not even gonna get into that. Anyway, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> anyway, he, when the girl arrived, right, she was accosted. She was welcomed by a masked man who had a knife and forced her to remove all her clothes and took several photos. Now, remember his fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just crazy. Like, Okay, so she just, wait, she just went to the house? 
Yeah. What she is she going out, for? Uh, to um find out about her her underwear, like her undergarments and everything. So she found out that he had took something. No, he said that he can help her. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. So he said that he could help her find her garments that he probably already took. Yeah. And then. When he got there, she he just automatically greeted him. Exactly. Oh my god. Because remember, like if you remember, um, he went ahead and set up this elaborate plot. So he planned this all out. It was and it was see, there. This is what I but how do you get away with something like that? This is just crazy. So did he is this his first victim? Uh yeah, so technically you can say that this is his first victim, right? Um, so she, she, he made her take the pictures, um, put her in the poses as he went. So then the man left and the girl got dressed and fled. So Jerry left. And then uh, before was she was at his house. Yes. Now, before she could get away, she ran into Jerry who said he saw the intruder and was locked in the barn. The girl left and informed the police of what had happened. So she didn't fall for Jerry's little trickaroo at all. Or if she did, she still went, you know, he st- she still went to the police. So then now he's 17, right? Happy birthday. So wait, what really. happened to him? Um, Nothing. Nothing, nothing yet. No, she, she went and told the cops and then... You know, he made up that plot. Well, hey, hey, you know, I, I have the guy in there. So then when the police showed up, I can only assume, was like, yeah, I locked him in the barn. And then the police go in, and they're like, oh, shit. Well, he must have escaped. So now he's 17, right? That he- is just, I'm sorry, but that is just so mind-blowing. Like, he, he, <laughs> He basically adopted a girl at his own house. And then, like, did she not tell them that he was there at the house? Like, she was there at the house. Um, I... <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, I need... Uh, I don't know. I want to know more mm-hmm. about that. Because uh, it's How do you... It feels like there's a lot of details missing. Yeah, it's just, like, holes in that. Yeah. But it's just crazy. And then it's just, like, already given with his past record. Yeah, mm-hmm. you look more into that. That's crazy. So Jerry ended up luring a 17-year-old girl to his car, which he then drove her to a deserted farmhouse where he beat her profusely, where he just, like, laid in on her. A couple stopped the scene, stopped on the scene of the crime and notified the police, right? So imagine you're just out walking with your with your partner and then you come across this. Jerry claimed that he had stopped to help the girl himself and was not the attacker. So basically, he's he's trying his same thing that he did on the 18-year-old. But luckily, the couple didn't even believe him. And eventually, the Oregon State Police obtained a confession from him. In Jerry's house and car, they found women's all the women's undergarments, the photos, the photo equipment. He was arrested for assault and battery. That's that's all he got was assault and battery. Wow. So then, you know, 
people think he's sick because of it so then he gets committed to the oregon state hospital for evaluation and treatment right is the initial diagnosis that the um that the doctors had gave him was adjustment reaction of adolescence with sexual deviation and fetishism wow so yeah so basically swallowing one (laughs) yeah so you know the doctors knew right then like this was not an ordinary trauma like this is a sexual trauma that he's doing so but while he was hospitalized he was allowed to high attend high school and everything um in dallas oregon I thought that was about to say Dallas, Texas. Wow, I was, like, I was just going to say, you know, Dallas, I mean, Oregon just has every, mm-hmm. everybody's cities. So then, you know, he gets diagnosed as like this borderline schizophrenic dude. Um, that was, and the diagnosis that, that was given at the time, that was the diagnosis that was given at the time, right? So Jerry remained hospitalized for eight to nine more months and was eventually discharged and deemed not to be a danger to society. So after everything he's already done? After everything he has done, they clear him. Wasn't this one of his charges? Forcing a woman to... uh, So it was selling the teacher's shoes and then... No, the the last ones you just said, which one was it? What what are you talking about? They they, they just charged him, right? Yeah, and deemed not to be a danger of society. Yeah. So you're you're talking about the battery charge then? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And then, you know, that's when... Um, that's when he got admitted to the Oregon State Hospital. But I'm just saying, with a battery charge, you that's like you're physically Well yeah, because he's he's becoming more aggressive. So how do you feel like he's not gonna be maybe to society? Maybe while he was hospitalized, you know, he maybe he that was a breakthrough, maybe there wasn't. Do you ever think any of the doctors ever think like this is just an act? Yes, all the time. Because, like, yo, if I'm in a fucking hospital yeah, and I can't do anything that I want to do and they're telling me that if I do these things, I can get back to home. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Absolutely. I feel like they I feel like there's some people who can, you know, put on a fucking straight face and then. They'd be like, oh, you're good now. Okay, yeah. bet. Go, and, go back to the playground. I feel like when you give somebody a time limit, almost like a mm-hmm. sentence, it, it, when they get closer and closer, it just feels more and more like, okay, I'm getting closer back to doing, mm-hmm. I can get back to doing what I really want to do. Yeah. I just got to keep putting on this facade for everybody else. And if you're listening on the podcast wondering what that kid is in the back, that is my son, my youngest, and he is watching TV. I was wondering. I thought I was tripping, and I was just like, damn, somebody got music on. I was just just going with it. No, no, that's my mini back there. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Not really much I can do about that life. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) So he was deemed not to be a danger to society. 1957, he is 18 years old now. Released from the state hospital, went back to high school. He graduated with a low GPA in the lower 30% of his graduating class. Well, we kind of see that he's not very bright at all. So that's, that's, that's understandable. 
Sure. Thank you. Uh, I'm weak. Oh. Hey, go ahead and pause real quick. graduated and you know he is to become a new member of, of a better member of society I should say <clears throat> he tried his hand at college advanced technology schools including Oregon State and Selma Selma Salem Technical Vocational School I can't believe I this man is right. so Texas he said Selma I did so Texas gang <sighs> Um, Take this, boys. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. His attendance was erratic. Means like it was it was all over. I the know place. what erratic means, was, but I mean, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for. But so then he else. was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not gonna go to school. I'm gonna join the army. Army, 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 That's army, right. army, army, army. That's right. If you didn't know, myself and Donnell. Green is for army. We 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 went ahead and uh, had the red is for army. Military. The blue is for army. Army, 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 army. I can't. I fucking can't. Guess where he was stationed at? He was stationed in good old California. Ooh. He had a beach view. Yeah, but he did his basic training in Georgia. Ooh. Yeah, Fort Fort Gordon. Yeah. See, I'm good on that. He was granted the rank of E2, so he... He Yeah, he, he gained rank and everything. That's not bad. He began to have, you know, he's 20 years old now. He begins to have these dreams that a Korean girl who would seduce him. So, again, he has another situation. Like, he has another. He's having a fantasy. Exactly. Of a Korean? Of a Korean girl. So, he's specific with this fantasy. Yes. Wow. So, then he decided to go see the army chaplain who referred him to the psychiatrist. So this man went ahead and decided to go see the army chaplain, all right, who referred him to... He went to go see the army chaplain about his fantasies. Yes. He got sent to the wonderful army psychiatrist, but Captain Theodore J. Berry. He was a psychiatrist, and he discharged Jerry from... 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 from the army because of bizarre obsessions so wait the therapist the supposed therapist is kicking dude out Mm -hmm. because bizarre obsessions but you're a therapist you're not gonna help my man you just gonna kick him out the army and that folks is why we love the army medical center the green is for army Mm. The blue is for army. Love it. Love the. The red is for army. Love the long waits. Army, army. For a doctor, army, army. love it. That's another podcast for another day. It's another story for another day. So this man went ahead and just straight threw him out of the water. You know, you're out of here. So he's back on the street with nothing. Exactly. So after he got discharged or whatever. He went ahead and moved back to Corvallis with his parents. Corvallis, Oregon? Yes. Now, he was forced to live in their shed 
And one night after running an errand, he became excited by a young girl who was walking and followed her all the way home. All the way. He strangled her until she was unconscious and then stole her shoes. He slept with the shoes in an attempt to feel more powerful. So he jumped. You know, like he completely jumped. And he went for the strangulation. You know, this poor girl, she didn't even know what was happening. Boom, strangled her and was unconscious and stole her kicks. So he didn't, like, do anything else to her. Nope. He just strangled her. He just strangled her and got and the shoes. And stole her shoes. Now, I'm guessing, you know, this is still 1960. The year is 21. And, you know, he's continuing going on this. And there is no investigation to this girl's disappearance. Nobody knows what happened to her. So then Jerry ended up obtaining an FCC so license. Wait, how long does that go for? How long do they not know what happened um, to it, he, he goes for a few years. <laughs> he, he definitely goes for a good amount of time before, you know, like he... Because you know, she survived, right? Or no, she died? No, she died. Oh, so he Yeah, he straight... It's a straight I thought she charge. strangled it until she passed out. Oh, no, shit. No, no. So he strangled her, stole her. Oh, well, no, you know what? You're right. You are absolutely right. He only did it because I say he strangled her to when she was unconscious. Yeah. So even if she wanted to report it, she's not going to know who it was. But still, a report is important because I feel Mm -hmm. like that part where he stole my shoes. Yeah. Is is like exactly to me, it would be a very key factor. But yeah. I I feel like in the panic of what she felt, she probably didn't even realize she didn't have shoes on. She was just running away. So then her thought was True. probably like, "Hey, I ran out of my shoes. I'm not going back for them." Obviously. Well, yeah, she's probably thinking she fucking when she passed out, she fell out the shoes and he drugged dragged her somewhere. Yes. Something. Now, after that, he decides to obtain his FCC license. And he decides that, you know, he wants to be a radio host. So now he, Jerry is working at the Corvallis radio station, 1960. Now we're going to go ahead and jump to 1962. He is 22 years old and he's still working at the radio station. And this is where he meets his future wife. Lovers for life, right? Darcy Messler, she was 17 at the time. So my guy is 22, but she is 17. But back then, they didn't really see that as a red flag, I guess. And I can see how that's a major red flag today. Like, even, you know what I mean? So the two began going out and uh, went ahead and met Darcy's parents, but his their her parents did not approve of the relationship. Like they were like, no, like fuck this. Like obviously this is an act of like rebellion. Darcy gave Jerry a kind of attention that he had not experienced before, and two were married within a few months' time. Damn. Exactly. He was like, I'm locking this down right now. Yeah. In two months. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like, can you really do that? Like, exactly. Really? No. Twenty-three years old. 
their daughter Megan is born. That is right. He ends up having a daughter with this woman. And the couple moves all up and down the West Coast, mostly because Jerry is not able to maintain a pl- employment. Why is that? I, I wonder why. Um... <laughs> Now, 26 years old, right? He finally manages to get a job as a technician at the West Salem Electronics firm. Wait, are you not gonna tell me why? He does. It doesn't say. It's because he's um on the run. Yeah. Well, no, not on the run. It's just he can't like control his urges anymore. He's strangling people at this point. So everywhere he's going, he's strangling people? No, I think everywhere he's going, once he feels that urge, then he's leaving and going to a new spot. And that's why he continues. That's why they, they him and his wife continue to move all up and down the West Coast. Because he's trying to fight the urge. Yes. That's, that's, my, that's my opinion based off of all the events um, so far. You know what because I mean? at this time he's not doing anything. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. And he's not taking any shoes. Exactly. That we know of. That we know of. So in 26, he manages to get the job as a technician at West Salem's electronics firm, right? Now he leaves the job for a while, and the family continues moving around. I don't understand why. You know they keep. I mean, I get why they keep moving around. Maybe it's because. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's because of what we discussed earlier. Maybe he is killing people and he's just on the run, you know? But then again, then again, I feel like if it was, if there were murders, then they would obviously put like something together, you know what I'm saying? And then not only that, if you look on a map. But would they? (laughs) Um. I feel like they're not that stupid. Like, they can point a map and put it on the wall and be like, he struck here, he struck here, he struck here. They're going up. I know, but we're talking about, like, back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, people back in the day weren't stupid. They just weren't as advanced it just wasn't, as us. Exactly, it wasn't yeah. advanced. So I don't know if they could really put those murders together because he wasn't the only one mm-hmm. killing people. So that's why it makes me wonder, like, why was he not able to hold employment like was it because of him or not being it? able to perform at mm-hmm. work or was there something else going on yeah it, I mean I, I hear you I, I am right there with you so after his family continues moving around at, he it is 1967 alright he is 28 years old now, his family decides to settle in Portland, right? Where Jerry decides, I'm going to be an electrician. Let's do it. Fuck it. Darcy got pregnant again, and Jerry was very excited to have a son. Like, he was he was hyped about it. But Darcy would not allow Jerry to be present during the birth of their son. Now, with this, he's obviously deeply saddened by, by it and everything. He regresses back to the shoe and undergarment theft. So remember, remember, remember how. I'm so sorry. <laughs> remember how we were talking about like, well, how did this happen, or like, why, um, is he living any trails, or if he's doing this, he's been fighting the urge ever since 
he basically up until the birth of his son. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, after the rejection of not being able to see his son being born, he decided to stalk a woman in Portland. He waited for her to, like, fall asleep at home. He broke into the house. He, like, set this up fully. Like, he was ready. So he broke into the house, and he attempted to sit a woman's shoes, but she woke up, and Jerry choked her until she went limp. He raped her, stole her shoes, and fled the scene. Now... I love karma, and this is, like, the best karma that I can almost... This is one of the best karma situations I can um, feel for this guy. He was electrocuted at work the next day. 480-volt shock left him dazed. Minor damages, but he was never hospitalized. Now, why wasn't he hospitalized, Donnell? He was scared. He was terrified. The year is January 26th, 1968, 28 years old. I'm going to introduce Miss Linda Slauson. She is 22 years old. She would sell encyclopedias door to door and Jerry convinced her to come down to his workshop. You know, he worked in the lower garage, hit her with a two by four and then strangled her to death. Before disposing of the body, Jerry removed her clothes and put several undergarments from his collection on the corpse. So this dude is low-key like a necrophiliac as well. Like, he is fascinated. He cut off her left foot and kept it in the freezer in a high-heeled shoe. He wanted that to, like, just stay forever. Yeah, and I also read somewhere that he... um. He modeled different shoes with that Yes, that's, yeah. He, I mean, that goes all the way back to when he was a kid, too. He used to put on the clothes, the clothes. and he used to but model. he has a foot yep. to model it on. Imagine just, just, like. Imagine his wife coming home, like, you know what? I want a, I want a fucking hot pocket. Well, that's another thing. Let's, like, what did, what did he, where did he put this? And did his wife know this whole entire time? There's no way she couldn't have. There's no way. Um, so now you, you gotta, I'm, I'm assuming he is hiding it from her because, you know, he is just like, once it happens, it is just one after another. So, you know, he strangled her to death, but he just, but like before he disposed the body, he did like all that shit with them. Now, if you open the freezer, there's a high-heeled shoe in the freezer, right? Now, he faked a flat tire, dumped the body over a bridge. You know, not very not very smart, but it, you know, I guess it, it worked. Stephanie Vico was another suspected victim of him, but she was reported missing in Portland. Haven't found her body. Nobody knows where she's at, so they can't necessarily pin him on her. They're just using, like, certain, like, what's it called? Um, something circumstance. Circumstance. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> uh, all right. So now, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Um, Linda, like, I, I, it, that's, that's a shitty way to go out. Like, dude's a fucking piece of shit. Well, not only that, you're just minding your business. You know, going about your day. Mm-hmm. So that is like a PDS, you know, normal day. And 
you you knock on the door to sell somebody some books and they just they lower you in and knock you out with a fucking two by four. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. You just trying to do your job. And you you got to be a pretty up. shitty ass person to fucking do some shit like that. Like, oh yeah, I'll buy some fucking books from you. Come on into my creepy basement. Mm-hmm. Bow. And now, now we're just gonna get into all the victims, and it's, it's pretty. I mean, it's 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 pretty pretty fucked up. Yeah, because like, all of this happened in what one year. Yeah, like within a span of one year, like he just went and he went ham on everybody. That is fucking crazy. Now we're gonna introduce you to good old Karen Sprinkler, a nineteen-year-old college student, and she went gone. Nobody knew where she was. The two young girls decided that, hey, we're going to inform the police that there was a man. He was dressed in drag and was on the parking garage roof where Karen's abandoned car was found on the day Karen went missing. So they already found her car. So, so obviously... Her, the day she went mm-hmm. missing... They, they found her car. They found her car. And yeah. then the same day, they seen this man mm-hmm. who dressed in drag by the car. Yeah. Now... Very just creepy. in drag who yeah. likes who likes wearing yeah yeah i mean so ding, ding, ding. yeah exactly sharon wood is uh in a parking lot she's our next victim i believe she's our final victim i'm not too sure no she's not i'm i'm getting ahead of myself anyway um so sharon wood is in the parking garage at portland state university she attempted to fend off Jerry like she was trying to fight back. Um, she bit his thumb until it bled. Oh, my God. So now Jerry beat her unconscious, but an oncoming car caused him to flee the scenes of the crime. Police failed to make any immediate connections. Of course. Exactly. Exactly. Obviously. And I don't want to shit on any police officers out there. Yeah. Just, you know. But Sometimes I mean, we, yeah, a, they just ain't doing their job. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't know. We're, that's, that's, and it's hard to say that. Oh, yeah. This person's not doing this, but, you know, it's just yeah, kind of like, exactly. You know, it's um, a collective effort, guys. Now, Jerry, he, this is where Leanne Brumley, he has a good amount of victims, you know. And uh, there's some of these are are still alive and everything, um, and there's some that he unfortunately killed. We're gonna go ahead and talk about Linda Don Saley. He was the second person that he actually killed. So wait, the one that bit his thumb got away, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, her car was found at a parking garage and police began to realize they could be dealing with a serial killer. No fucking shit. Well. Like, that's, that's... I mean, but... At the... Now, this is... No, this because, is... Because, okay, did they find the first body? No. No, but this is, this is what's fucked up. He posed as a police officer. And that's how he killed her. He killed her by asphyxiation. So he fucking strangled her to death. Again. Yeah. You have another strangulation. Exactly. And you have another missing car. Is as I don't, I don't well, know. Well, yeah, like, you have another dude, missing yeah. person. You have another missing person. So that's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing with the body that you're? He's the person save, is gone, but the car and you were there. 
I just on I, the same day yeah. though, you know what I mean like that's just like what do you you know he's obviously have thought this shit all yeah. the way to See, fuck out but he like some fucking evil before, monster before we before we give him that much credit this is that this is the part that you've been waiting for alright um a local fisherman is doing his thing fishing away catching that trout you know what I'm saying matter of fact I do want to go fishing haven't been fishing in a while um, he goes ahead, does his thing. When the body of Linda Saley washes up on the river, his first victim, her body has been weighed down by an automatic transmission. Oh, so he, yeah, fuck? like he was trying to make sure nobody found her. A um, fucking transmission. Exactly. Now Karen Sprinklers, his second victim. Are you even. Wait, hold on. How do you even get a freaking body in a transmission to a fucking lake without anybody without noticing? Without nobody raising red flags, yeah. Like, a transmission is that... Well, I don't know. I, I mean, well, it's a 69, so a transmission is obviously a size of what it would be now still. But... It's a fucking Yeah, man, I mean, it's not, it's not hard. I mean, it's... It's not like a battery. It's a fucking transmission. I'm just... I mean, I'm just saying, like... like I mean, I understand. So like, you, you just get throw one. it in the back of a pickup truck and just yeah, you can put it, it in the back seat. I mean, it's heavy, but I mean, it's just it's possible. Now, fucking trash. after her, after they found her body, they obviously you know hands across America, right? They're looking for everything. They ended up finding Karen Sprinkler's body a mere fifty feet away. So this dude. Is killing 50 the, feet away inside the river or 50, yes, away outside? 50 feet away from where they found Linda's body like in the river no outside of yes the river. now this is where she was kind of you know actually she they found she was what did I say I said 50 feet from the river 50 feet in the river sorry and when they found her, they found her attached to a old engine. Now, I don't know if you know this, but engines are not fucking light. Like, they are I'm, fucking heavy. Yeah, you need a special... Yeah, like, we have a hoist and everything yeah, for that type of shit. you need a special hoist yeah. for that shit. Now, he really violated her body because Jerry ended up cutting her breasts as souvenirs and filled the holes with brown paper towels. He went ahead and placed a bra from his collection of undergarments over her mangled chest and that was it now jerry begins to phone dorms at the oregon state university oregon or 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 he's gone oregon 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 oregon's rollouts oregon trail oregon i remember that game uh-huh um, so somehow you know he's able to arrange several blind dates through like this message so like he's just like calling people like hey what's up he was sliding in dms before the DMs were even a fucking thing. He was sliding in newspapers. He, he was sliding in newspapers, phone books, looking down the I don't want to give him that much credit. I, I, he's a bad guy, yes. He was lurking. He was lurking. He was lurking. If was Facebook would have been around, he would have been Facebook lurking. He was a Facebook stalker. Stalker. He was a certified news stalker. Weirdo. <laughs> Just a fucking... What the <laughs> fuck? Now, at this point... Police are onto the killer's pattern, right? They're like, oh, 
we got it now. Fuck all the other girls that, you know, he abused and did everything. Now we're caught on to the pattern after how many women? Well, this is the thing. Are these all in the, well, these all in the same city? Oh, uh, they were spread out. Oh, actually, no, they are in the same city because they settled. They settled in that in their okay. So all right, no, so they, you said they settled in Portland. Portland, and I thought I thought oh I was understanding that they were somewhere in Salem. No, no, no. They're they they settled in Portland. Oh. So then you know a female student that claimed to have gone on one of the blind dates gives the police a description of Jerome Brutus. Like, she's like, hey, there's this dude. I think, you you know, this is your guy. He attempts to contact the girl a second time. The girl that he went on the date with, and the girl informed police, and Jerry was questioned at the girl's residence hall. So the police pulled up on him. Oh, Bang, so like, she put an okie yeah. doke on him. She said, yeah, yeah come, come on over. Through. And then the police fucking showed up. But the police examined Bruto's record and decided to go to his home for some follow-up questions. Yes, finally somebody looks in his background. Yeah, at the house, they saw several suspicious items in the garage and begun building a case. I'm sure. That's it. Like, they, they obtained enough uh, evidence for an arrest warrant for Brutos. You know, he is, he's gone. Like, he's attempting to flee from the police who are attempting to serve him with a warrant for the attempted abduction of Leanne Brumley, the young girl who had escaped less than a month earlier. The girl that got away, her report is is saving lives now. So now he attempts to convince his wife to burn clothing and other evidence from the jail, but she does not comply this time. So she has been knowing. She's been knowing all about this, Donna. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Now we're going to jump to June 2nd, June 2nd and the 3rd, So I wonder if she, okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just saying, I wonder how much of a role she played if she already knew that these girls are coming up maybe, missing. Maybe she was hiding the garments. I mean, she, I mean. Yeah. In some type of way, some type of assisting. Mm-hmm. You know? You just don't. And, and that's what, because I, I did, a, you know, I did a, a little research myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know? Yes, sir. But yes, and sir. I, I, when he lured, uh, I don't want to disrespect anybody's name, but you know, I don't be remembering it like that. But the first victim, um, uh-huh. when he lowered her down and he hit her in the head with a uh, two by four. Yeah. Well, I seen, I, I read that the family was home, the child was home, and the wife was home at yeah. the time. And it's just like. How do you how do you how do you live with yourself? How does somebody come in your house and you don't really you don't know and then somebody gets murdered? You know, you she didn't had, hear she had to have you known. didn't hear the contact, you didn't hear nobody screaming, yeah. nobody yelling, because he cho- he strangled her also, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's uh I just don't naturally people don't just naturally just say, Oh no, mm. you know? So is this like some type of scream, struggle, fight, something? Yeah, you didn't something think? like you didn't hear none of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it at all, man. I believe that she was a part of a lot of them. Well, a lot, uh, I think she was probably a part of the first murder because she said she wouldn't do it again. 
So now why would you burn your clothes if you didn't murder somebody? Well, and that's the thing is like, what else have you been doing yeah. to cover it up? And that's another thing that I'm saying, like, you know, if she knew and they're just traveling all the way down the road, I could definitely see why this guy may or may not have yeah. more murders than what they know of. Especially you to do four in one year. Yeah. Now, the um, the investigator, he goes ahead and obtains all the evidential confessions from Jerry. Um, you know, he talked about the murders of the two recently discovered bodies as uh, the murder of Linda Slauson and Jan Whitney. Brutos is arraigned for the murder of Karen Sprinker. Brutos, please. No guilty. Obviously, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. This man said no guilty, not guilty, not yeah, <laughs> not no, guilty. No guilty for you. Now he was tested by several psychiatrists. This is June fourth, nineteen sixty nine, and he shows above average IQ and cognitive cognition, and it seemed he's deemed like not even criminally insane. Yeah. So he is designed as an anti-social personality manifested by fetishism, travis, transvestitism, exhibitionism. What the hell is transvestitism? When you basically you're a transvestite and you dress like a woman. I thought that was cross dressing. Is that another? Yeah, term? but this is 1969. The oh, terminology is still, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And I mean, if I'm if I'm wrong, you know. Tell me. <laughs> um, yeah, please let us know because uh, we're born in the 90s. So like, yeah, we don't, we don't 90s, really 90s, know. I mean. No, we don't even know what's politically correct anymore. We, yeah, I mean, I don't want to breathe the wrong way and then yeah. that's wanna, it. I, I definitely don't want to get into any type of debates. I just want to be educated. Yeah, that's um, it. I just want the truth. Yeah, just educate me. Don't hate me. Now, <laughs> the evidence is mounted like it is up there brutos is eventually charged with three counts of first degree murder of the murder of jan whitney linda Sally, and karen sprinker oh so they charging it with all three. Oh, oh, oh huh? all four they charging it with all four all three all three yes now he revokes his plea of not guilty and it pleads guilty obviously for a plea deal you know, like, that's that's what they do. The same day, he is sentenced to three life sentences. Three. Three life, life fucking... Sentences. You are out of there, my guy. Three. Done. Like, you can have three heart... You have two heart attacks, and you'll still have to serve another life sentence. No, no. You better go I, and have three... He, he, you better, he, I know you seen that story where that dude had died. And yeah. And he was like, hey, and, I technically died. And yeah. Like, eh, and, and he no. won. He won that case, did he not? I thought he, I thought they denied him. Like no, I, I can't true, remember. Man. I, I could have sworn he won that case, but maybe, maybe he didn't. I, I definitely know. think he's still in prison if he's still alive. Because damn, yeah, that's that was suck. Imagine just like beating death, and you're like, ha, time served, and like, ha, fuck you. <laughs> you're still alive. Yeah, you're still here, bitch. <laughs> you're still alive. You're set for life. You know? Hell yeah. So, twelve women went missing in Bruto's area during this time he was free. During the time he was free until he got, I'm guessing until he got arrested, 12 well, women went, went, went missing. missing. Does it say like from what time to what time? Yeah, so from, let's see, six, 
You said six. It was sorry. It happened from uh all the way from or BC. What? The six hundred A D or B C A D A D what what do you six hundred A D or B C you said six. No, I didn't mean to say six. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, so this all happened within like five months of the killing the women. This all happened like within five months. All right. But okay. So, but how long did it take for twelve women to go missing? Five months. This this so, so in this five whole, months. Yes, within the whole. Uh, and he also committed those four murders. Yes. Yes. That's insane, right? Dude, this... No wonder he got fucking caught. Dude, what? So... And see, that that would explain why you would have so many... uh, Like a, tre- a trove of so many shoes and so many garments. Mm-hmm. And why it looked like so creepy at his house. I could, oh, my God. I can only Dude, imagine what the house looks like. Now, Darcy, his wife... Yeah. The one who played a role with some of the he... Or she was like, hey, look... I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. Let's do it. I don't want to be here. Fuck this guy. Of course. She ends up testifies against him, claims that she doesn't have any involvement, and Darcy is found not guilty. Of course. She gets found not fucking guilty. Of course. I cannot. All the evidence. So did you think the browser just, he mm-hmm. bought them? He bought them used for you? Yeah. He's just bringing home extra bras and shoes for you. Yeah, there's no. a freezer in my fridge, and I have no idea why, but I mm-hmm. believe it's a mannequin's foot. No, Darcy is like, fuck you, Jerry. Like, I'm out. She divorces him, changes just... her name. Uh, and she... I, I didn't, don't get me wrong. I don't blame her for leaving, but yeah. it's just like to sit there and like just lay claim that you don't know anything yeah. and you had zero involvement, but at the same time, you're saying that you could tell me everything that's going on? How? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Now... And he, she also got a court order forbidding him from ever seeing his, ch- his kid again. Now, of course. Yes. Yeah, so he is now 30, 32. Uh, he has gotten into a lot of trouble in prison. You know, he's hit his head with, he's had his head hit with a bucket of water frequently by fellow inmates. And on 1970, he is treated for rectal bleeding. Karma to the fucking max. That is not good when you're bleeding from your Your butthole. I don't think that's a good thing at all. That's not good at all. Now, Jerry and his lawyers have several failures in the appellate courts until their last appeal is rejected May 25th, 1977. Now, Brutus, is there anything special about any of those appeals? Um, no, not not currently. Okay, sorry. No, I just want. I just didn't want to. Um, I didn't know if you had yeah. this, but once again, I you know I did my little research. But I just wanted to throw this out there that one of his appeals mm-hmm. was that he couldn't be found guilty of one of his charges because even though he took a picture mm-hmm. with the corpse of it, the girl mm-hmm. I, yeah he it says it, he says he couldn't prove that he actually killed her mm-hmm. which is just absurd to me because did you call the police because that brings on other things you know did you call the police did you try to render aid did you you know why are you taking a picture with this girl in your corpse mm-hmm. and you know why why yeah and if you even if you say you did find her you found her you took a picture but what did you do after yeah 
and what happened beforehand how did you find it eh? yeah no i i i i'm right there with you dude i i get it it's just um, it's just i don't know to me it's just like you know thankfully thankfully the courts you know said fuck you and didn't want to do it didn't want to give him a chance didn't even want to give him the benefit of the doubt now in 1999 he is 60 years old goes up for parole parole is not granted and the parole board makes it clear to the victim's family that jerry will never be set free he ends up dying of natural causes in prison March 28th, 2006, age 67. Fuck you, Jerry. Goodbye and good riddance. Goodbye and good riddance as well. Because, you know, I, uh, you know, we listen to Morbid. Mm-hmm. And uh, very big fans. Shout out Morbid. You know, very big fans. And um, they always say they give the fucking killers, like, mm-hmm. the best, worst names. Like, fuck you why do you get this cool ass yeah or some like fucking villain and i feel that shit 100 shit but i'm not gonna lie the shoe the shoe fetish slayer sounds like a really dope scary movie i can see that yeah i I can definitely see that but just fuck this dude for being who that person is because yeah god damn you he did a lot you know still in shoes is already creepy but i just i just, just yeah you know and then he's just posing them after the after you kill him you're just posing them and he's taking pictures of them and just cutting different parts off and keeping them for souvenirs it's just like dude these are these are these are people these are you know women like yeah and yeah. innocent women that haven't done anything to you they don't even know who you are for real and you're just gonna come in and just take them like that? That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely fucking disgusting what he did. Now, you know, karma served his term, and you know now he's where he can no longer hurt any women. So. And then he was also what one of the longest standing uh, prisoners in Oregon. Yes. Yes, a little fun fact from Donnell in Oregon. 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 Oregon rollout. Don't matter to us when we say that shit because we don't mm-hmm. really know. I mean, we're from Texas. We don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Is it Oregon? Or- Oregon? Oregon? Oregon-y? You know what's so fucking funny, dude? What's that? Morbid really had a fucking uh, a little thing about that because they had a murder from... Uh, Oregon or Oregon. No shit. And Did they, they really? They really had a little spot. But uh, when you say Oregon mm-hmm. Trail, everybody says it's shit the same. Oregon. Yeah. It's Oregon yeah. Trail. So I feel like it's Oregon. Oregon. It's got to be Oregon. Oregon. Goddamn, it's Oregon Trail. You know, what I said Oregon yeah. Trail. I mean, if you do, then <laughs> let me know. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't. I've never heard anybody say Oregon Trail. It's always Oregon Trail. You you're not wrong. Now, just if anybody is wanting the references, there it's it's super easy to look up. If you have any other questions about the case, anything Google. we might have missed, yeah, Google or you know we have a I have a couple references here that we use throughout the thing throughout the whole podcast, and we're gonna go ahead and shout out Newton M two thousand, the you. Encyclopedia of Serial Killers. Appreciate you. Now, if you haven't gotten a chance to look at this book, you should definitely look. It's not a book. Sorry, the report 
on what this is basically about. Like it's it's pretty intense. Now, rule A nineteen ninety eight, the lust killer. She went ahead and she was an uh, Arthur for New York Penguin Books of USA. Yo, I wanted to go read the book, but I couldn't find it. So I feel it. If anybody could show me where that book it. is, I would really like to read You're it. You're gonna have to look on Amazon or some shit. Yeah, because that this dude is wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But that is Jerome Brudos, Eric, aka Jerry Brudos. The shoe fanatic that would kill for a feet pick. Literally. Nah. Kill for a foot pick. And a foot model. So, yeah, just... Um, Down out, take it away, sir. Send us home. Yeah, I'm not definitely doing anything that they do, but... I can't, I can't, can you even try to compete? <laughs> but nah, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And hopefully you enjoyed this shit. And maybe next time you'll listen again. You know, you know we, we plan on getting better. We always, shit, we, we, we gonna be in the top at some point. But we'll get there. Oh. I was just hoping people listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. But, I mean, hopefully we do. I mean, high hopes. But, hey, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Just we'll, we'll, see. we'll see what crazy person we can dig up next. Yeah, and welcome to the journey. Actually, welcome. welcome to the fucking journey. The fucking journey. Yeah. SST. Out. Gotta write that down before I forget SST. it in the morning. SST. SST. Yeah, it's time to order pizza. Watch Stranger Things. Get the fuck out of here. Peace. Peace.